podcast where once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, a chestnut appreciation podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, the Bearcat of this podcast. Uh, I am your co-host, Jordan, the Billiken of this podcast. And I'm your also host, Kevin, the fighting me of this podcast. Uh, even after you showed me what the Billiken was, I, I still just picture a <laughs> pelican. Like, with a really uh, big bill. Like, a, yeah. an enormously large bill. If you met Bill Pelican. What are the what are the fighting me's? It's the fighting Irish, but I'm Irish, so they are the Hey, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Hey, topical reference. St. Patrick's Day was last weekend. You guys do anything fun? Any any good stories from St. Patty's Day? I walked onto a subway car that someone had just thrown up in, so that was good. That was authentic St. Patrick's Day. So, go everybody. You did it. You nailed it. Jordan, did you do anything? Uh, I recorded a Let's Play of the first half of Curse of Monkey Island, which as soon as... <laughs> it's a very Irish game. So. Yeah. Well, it's piratey, and you know that pirate accent is close enough to Irish, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's Irish so many pirates running around. Arr, the luck of the Irish be with ye. <laughs> um, you see, Irish people south- are very salty, so... Yeah. On the south side in Pittsburgh, we take St. Patrick's Day very seriously, so much that it spans two weekends. The weekend before St. <laughs> Patrick's Day is St. Practice Day, where everybody comes down and day drinks and wears green and has green beer, you know, to get warmed up for it. Right. Make sure there aren't going to be any ordinances or anything that I have to worry about. Then the Friday before St. Patrick's Day weekend is the preamble where everyone gets drunk and just kind of wanders around a bit. And then during the actual St. Patrick's Day weekend, it turns into a hellhole. Oh my gosh. I was not prepared for how horrible it was. I drove into work at noon, almost hit five people. Ooh, yep, that's your problem. You were driving on St. Uh, Patrick's Day. But I've got to hand it to one one special lady who, you know, couldn't couldn't get into a bathroom in any of the packed bars. But she doesn't want to just do it out in the open. So she was looking around for somewhere private. And so she broke into the back of our company van (laughs) in order to pee on the back seat. Thankfully, we caught her before she could carry out the act. Oh, Uh, you guys are killjoys. Tyler, at least she didn't break into the back of your car, smash a window and crawl in there and pee and then leave. That would have been also awful. Uh... Future future friend of the show and current roommate of me, uh, Steve Masnick. Uh, had <laughs> Why a, isn't he a friend of the show yet? Does he have a dot .com for uh, us to plug at for least? The same, for the same reason George Hampy of GeorgeHampy.com uh, also does not listen to the show. They, they hear they a get third their of daily the show. daily dose yeah. of Kevin. Yeah. Well, that and they hear a third of the show as it's recording. So it's like, well, they and they heard the best third, so, yeah. which is Tyler's. So, yeah, obviously. Um, they just have a speaker system right up through the house. He had a house in college that they, um, in true college house fashion, they had a, a couch on the front porch, and uh, they were sitting out one night. This was not St. Patrick's Day, but in the spirit of St. Patrick's Day, it features a drunk woman. Um, <laughs> this girl who was super drunk uh, walked up to the house uh, and then proceeded to walk directly past all the guys whose house it was sitting on the porch 
and go inside and sit on their couch inside. And they all just sort of looked at each other and were like, do you like, do you know her? And then it was like, nope, nope. Do you? So they went inside and they were like, you know, like, hey, who are you? Why are you here? And she was like, just shh, shh, shh. Just trying to live my life. <laughs> and it's her life. Too. It's now or never. Or never. And are we ever going to live forever? forever. Welcome to Ninjas vs. Podcast, a podcast where three friends are just trying to live their lives and also argue would you rather and versus questions submitted by you, the listener. We take them, we hash them out here on the show, and drink a lot of green beer in the process. So let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from Tony Skiles, who wants to know, who's the better best friend? Wilson from Castaway or Wilson from Home Improvement? Go. Well, they both talk the exact same amount. No, no. Wilson from Home Improvement, he's a chatterbug. He's always talking. Oh, wait, you just, just never, never see, see his face. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah right. I was going to say, they both have, like, ghastly uh, lack of noses. Well, is it possible that Wilson from Castaway grows up to be Wilson in Home Improvement? I never see his face. Since he he is a volleyball with a blood stain on the front, I I don't think that's that's how baby. You don't ever see his face. So all I'm saying is this could be one and the same person. Tyler, what if it's enchanted uh, Tom Hanks voodoo uh, that he smears his blood onto the ball, uh, creates a summoning circle, and then uh, chants a spell, and uh, Wilson the volleyball transforms into Wilson the friendly neighbor who. has a fear of showing his face, lest anyone, you know, figure out oh, his, really? his sure. hidden volleyball roots. Yeah, that the was lower the plot. Half is volleyball. That was the plot of Cloud Atlas, right? Yeah, that's what it was about. Oh um, man. Well, let's see. Wilson the volleyball drives people like to the verge of suicide, right? So that's not really a good idea. Yeah, he's always telling them to like knock out wisdom teeth with uh with ice skates and yeah, that's, it, that's never a good idea yeah, it seems i don't like know if i can handle that kind of peer pressure yeah just terrible decisions he's like hey why don't you just go row that raft for a whole bunch and see where you get nothing bad can happen right why don't or you use whatever. this portage on as as a flotation device that's a great idea why don't you I, like, burn up a whole bunch of trees just for no reason i i haven't seen the movie castaway so i'm just gonna imagine some of the stuff that tom hanks does with wilson uh <laughs> yeah. but i'm guessing wilson the volleyball Go ahead, i'll tell you if you're right or wrong wilson the volleyball is gonna be a better friend if uh you happen to not be stranded on a uh on a deserted beach but are instead on an inhabited beach uh with a volleyball court and you really need that volleyball <laughs> Oh yeah, Wilson is that's exactly what happened. He's a friend in need and a friend indeed. Uh, you can strip down to uh, just your bare shirts and go play volleyball with Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. Get real sweaty, bump up against each other, have a good old time. No, as, that is as actually take my the breath end. away plays in the background. That's the end of Castaway. Wilson floats off into the distance, and and Tommy um, is you know seeing by sense of smell. Is is just heartbroken. He's just by the throwing away. He's throwing and, away Goose's dog tags, and then <laughs> Tom Cruise is throwing away Goose's dog tags, 
but who should show up but Wilson? He floats by, and Tom Cruise pulls him out of the water and says, "Hey, I gotta go challenge Iceman to volleyball." Yeah, it's like it's like those movies where you know somebody would have a magic lamp and like, "Oh, you help me." to get over puberty now i'm gonna let you go and then the next person finds it and it's just that's the sequel that's basically all the way in top gun it was all the dream of an autistic child looking at a snow globe (laughs) exactly um but that brings up a good point who is going to be the better best friend in real life scenarios and tino to to bring it down to our level who's going to be the better wingman because that's what's really important well, Wilson, the neighbor, probably has some ghastly, hideous face. So mm, Yeah, that's why he's hiding it. He's probably hiding it for that reason. But he offers great advice all the time. He's really, he's probably a philosophy major. You know, I don't ever see him working. So yeah. that, that would jibe with that. He's probably um, like an but, online professor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like you bring him with you. He's going to start some great dialogue, but no girl in that bar is actually going to be interested in him. Um, mm. So I think he's going to be a great wingman. Unless. Yeah. Stay unless, out of sight, out of mind. Unless you're at a volleyball tournament, in which case all bets are off. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Wilson the volleyball, you know, is not going to steal the ladies from you. Whereas Wilson the neighbor, I mean. Ladies might just find him irresistible, and you can't resist that by definition. So, <laughs> Wilson the volleyball, there's no way because he doesn't have a mouth for ladies to kiss. Yeah, or I guess he has. May... It's made of it's made of blood. So yeah, it's don't unless you want to get hepatitis, don't kiss it. His his mouth is the the lack of blood where there were Cruz, right. No, not Tom Cruise. <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh, Tom if Hanks. only Tom Tommy Cruise Hanks. is in Castaway. Goes ahead and switches it. Uh, let's, um, can we take a moment to imagine how great it would be if, um, Tom, uh, Tom Hanks and Tim Allen switched roles in these two TV shows? Oh, I was gonna take a moment to think how awesome it would be if Tom Cruise was stuck on, uh, the Castaway Island, uh, with Wilson the Volleyball, and Wilson the Volleyball drank all his sake, and Tom Cruise goes, Sake! No! And then he, Actually, like, he stabs he stabs Wilson the Volleyball. Wilson the Volleyball, interestingly enough, has a very pivotal role in Scientology. So that wouldn't, you know, that wouldn't be too mm, far Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Wilson the Volleyball is operating Thetan level 9. Right. So. Well, he's, yeah, he's a, he's a proto-Thetan. So he, he has he has uh, he's a major donor to the the Scientology cause. So he's up there. He's up there. And he's never he's never gonna like he's give never gonna up. be that. He's never gonna up. let ah, you down. <laughs> he's never gonna be that annoying little angel on your shoulder. Like no matter what you do, Wilson the volleyball is just like yeah man, I'm a volleyball with blood on his face and some like reeds for hair. Whereas Wilson, the neighbor, he's always giving advice. He's always yeah, poking he's his forehead be, and after eyes. After you murder in, that person, he's going to be like, Tim, was that really the smart thing to do? And you're going to be like, no. no Although, wasn't. who would be better on a deserted island? Like, Wilson, the neighbor, is always wearing that fishing hat. He's probably going to have some skills. Uh, Tom Hanks, pretty much all he can do is, like, find things under rocks. 
And every once in a while, it's spear a thing. Yeah, but that's well, Tom Hanks. Uh, Wilson the Volleyball, I believe, did not get Tom Hanks off of the island. So I think I can automatically rule that Wilson the Volleyball is worse if you're stuck on a deserted island than Wilson the Neighbor. Plus, if you're there with Wilson the Neighbor and you run out of food, guess who's mm. getting eaten? Extra food Wilson source, the yeah. Neighbor. He's a little chunky. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. You can see a bit of a frame through those uh, those slits in the, the fence. I don't know. I got I got a gut feeling like he's an ex-Vietnam Marine who uh, he's calmed down through like a series of like, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder, you know. He, he's overcome it by, like, channeling his chi energy into, like, helping people out. But if you put him in those, like, those uh, life-threatening situations, he could, like, flip out and then go on a killing yeah. spree. So Charlie's in the trees. Charlie's in the trees. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. I believe we need to take a vote on this one. Uh, Wilson v. Wilson. Jordan, which are you going with? I'm going with Wilson the neighbor because Wilson the volleyball uh, is... I don't know. He's pretty useless. I don't think he did Tom Hanks any good. And uh, I feel like even though Wilson the neighbor is flesh and blood, I feel like Wilson the volleyball is still less durable than a human being. I mean, one one quick stab in Wilson the volleyball is just deflated and dead. Kevin, would you like to take a stab at it? Hey, uh, I'm going with Wilson the volleyball. Because, as I remember, Wilson, uh, the neighbor, was pretty intelligent and had some good advice and would probably make me feel stupid, you know, because he's better than me. But Wilson, the volleyball, is a volleyball. is a stupid, dumb volleyball. So I would always feel great when I was hanging out with him. And I am going to go ahead and go with Wilson, the neighbor, because... Even though, you know, he's he may be a little boring, even though he's he's not necessarily going to give you the answer you want to hear, he's he's a totally real human being. And I don't feel like going to a lot of parties and having to explain like, Oh yeah, this is my best friend of volleyball that I I got blood on and drew a drew a little face in. That's that's my blood too, just so you know. Just so you know, that's my personal blood. Yeah. It's it's kind of gotten a little crackly, but I'll, I, 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 you know, I, I touch him up. It's yeah, put a fresh coat brand. on. <laughs> so thank you so much for your question, Tony. And next time you have to choose between Wilson the neighbor and Wilson the volleyball, go ahead with Wilson the neighbor. Wilson the volleyball, is, he's, he's kind of crazy. He's kind of, I don't even, also, I don't even think he got a credit in that film. So it's not like you're going to have a lot of star power behind you. No, he's a member of SAG. Oh, yeah, that's true. Sorry, SAG-AFTRA. Yeah, well, they, we'll have to ask George Hampy of georgehampy.com fame uh, if he's had a chance to hobnob with Wilson the Volleyball. <laughs> well, that, that's Wilson the Volleyball has been, like, blocking George from, like, the top roles on Broadway. So. Oh, yeah, George, <laughs> George classic volleyball <laughs> character actor. Well, the thing is, when you when you enter SAG, you know, there can't be two SAG-AFTRA members with the same name. So now nobody can enter SAG-AFTRA whose name is Wilson the Volleyball. So, bummer. Yeah, that's, that's ruined a lot of careers. Yeah. That, that would be... Uh, uh, George, if you ever listen to this, please go to some parties and just be like, oh, yeah, I met Wilson the Volleyball. Uh, it, was, it was great. Super he's, nice guy. He's Salt aged of the earth. really well. But Our, do not talk to him about soccer. <laughs> Our next question 
comes to us from CJ Zimmerman. Thank you, CJ, who wants to know, would you rather play the Game of Thrones or a game of Jumanji? Go. <laughs> Ironically, so... both both follow the same rules. In the game of insert the blank, you win or die. <laughs> No, so, no. In Jumanji, there is a chance that you're just going to get trapped in it for yeah, like forever. Robin Although, Williams no. So let's let's start right that there. Is, I'm pretty sure that is worse end. than death. <laughs> Getting well, trapped no. in a jungle with Robin Williams for the rest of your life. Or, or does it? <laughs> no, it's like it's like the Highlander. There can be only one Robin Williams, so it turns you into Robin Williams. Oh, and then you yeah. have to kill the previous Robin Williams who was stuck in the game. Yeah, you have to like you know use some sort of childhood memory with the shoe or whatever and, and then he'll flip his crap and then you, you get him from behind you just shiv him right in the neck well let's if you win the game of thrones then you have a, a, a huge you have many thrones you have well they crown you with many crowns thrown you with many thrones right. um but you have like a huge old country that you're going to rule over downfall of that though game of thrones like it's going to keep going on. You know, there are going to be people who are after your throne. They're going to keep trying to take it from you. And also, if you see that throne, it's made out of swords and stuff. Like, there there are numerous parts in the book where it's like, sometimes people sit on the, thro- the, the throne and they get, like, cut and stuff. That, that, that can't good. be good. They don't even have tetanus over and there. Let's, let's not forget, no matter how far south you move, winter will still be coming. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, you're going to inherit a kingdom that it's just always cold or always about to be cold. And it's just like, well, that's uncomfortable and not enjoyable. Like, Yeah, you know, not a lot to look forward to. Yeah. Whereas with the game of Jumanji, all you really have to look forward to is like maybe a tennis shoe factory. Well, I think that's, that's well, like that is the, can I just, the golden standard. Can I just say, though, possible that... Outcome. There is a thousand percent less incest in Jumanji than there is in Game of Thrones. Mm, good point. I so, don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. That brother and sister, they got I'd pretty s- close while overcoming those, uh, those challenges. <laughs> those life circumstances. Um, Game of Thrones, you're going to have sweet castles and stuff. And there's also magic. There's gonna be all kinds of dragons. Yeah, there's gonna be like, Magic the Gathering. It's gonna be Matt. It's gonna be Magic, so many gathering, magic the gathering all around you, and it's gonna be fantastic. Whereas Jumanji, you know, like there's some magic involved, but most of the magic involved, like, involves destroying your property. Like you are just your house is gonna get wrecked. And then you're going to go to, like, a convenience store, and there's going to be some safari dude shooting at you. Like, that's 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 no good either. Yeah, but that safari, safari dude, safari? Um, that safari dude might be Teddy Roosevelt, Ooh. which would be awesome. Also, let's not forget, how did that guy get in the game? Maybe you could become that guy. And there's, as, as always Sonny has told us, there is no greater hunt than the hunting of men, so... You're gonna most dangerous game this. Yeah, like, you wanna you wanna get trapped in there so you can kill humans without without uh, with recourse. my blunderbuss. Maybe I do. Yeah, but are there yeah, any? Like, hold on, are there when any, you are there any blunderbusses in Game of Thrones? Um, is there a like 
goofy sidekick sidekick to speed buggy named Blunderbuss. That is <laughs> Blunderbuss, <laughs> like a bus that just can't get nothing right. Um, the, yeah, the Blunderbusses are like the most irritating of all firearms because it takes about forty minutes to reload after you've missed because you never you never hit on the first shot. Oh well, yeah, because it's a blunder. And then you get to the bus part. So Jerome Bettis shoots out of your gun and then goes and attacks somebody. <laughs> um, hey there, 90s football reference. Who do there you, you need to play the Game of Thrones? You're going to need knights. You're going to need advisors. You're going to need... You're going to um, need Lannisters. You're, you're going to need, need Starks. You're going to need debts. You're going to need Ooh. to always pay those debts. Um, That's a problem. Who you're are you going to need to play Jumanji... Uh, like th- three of your friends who are willing to play a board game. That's, <laughs> and that's very hard to find these days. That's hard to find. And once you do find it, chances are, you know, that's, there's, there's going to be there's gonna be some, uh, some emotions involved. Hold up. Which makes a better drinking game? The <laughs> Game of Thrones or a game of Jumanji? Yes. Oh, man. Well, as, I need uh... to see if there is... A Game as of Robert Thrones Bra- drinking game for the HBO series. Carry as on. Robert Baratheon showed us in uh, season one of Game of Thrones, uh, you could do a lot of drinking. So much so that you'll go out boar hunting and get yourself killed. So That sounds like a pretty kicking drinking game. Um, <laughs> yeah, you you drink it- until you kill a boar. That's uh, one, the of, boar the, kills one you of the outcomes. Too. If you roll the dice wrong, <laughs> you get killed by a, by a boar. <laughs> Um, I was going to say that Jumanji would take less time to play, but depending on how long you get stuck in there, I mean, that could be like a 40-year board game. And if you don't win, that's a waste of 40 years. Are you still looking for a for a No, I found for... a game of drinks. It's... <laughs> Pretty fantastic. Well, I'm looking for a Jumanji drinking. Game. You got to drink. Oh, you got to go. drink every time uh, Joffrey acts like a douche. You got to drink every time. That's a crow every time he's on ominously. screen. You got to drink every time Hodor says Hodor. Hodor. Uh, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of fun stuff in there. What what are the highlights of the Jumanji drinking game? Um, here we go. Uh, well, here's just the first one I found. Wait, wait. Let me see if this one's any better. Uh, thrill as my internet lives. Um, okay. Uh, one drink whenever the dice are rolled, whenever you hear or see the word perish, whenever you see a monkey, whenever Alan talks about his dead parents, uh, two drinks whenever Van Pelt shoots a gun, and a full beer when the godlike Robin Williams appears in his jungle attire. <laughs> Does it uh, say godlike? Yes, it does. That's oh, great. I'll uh, um, I'll play that game. Also, um, you drink a six pack when Robin Williams launches into a bit about cocaine. So <laughs> that sounds pretty fantastic. That kind of makes me want to to watch and play Jumanji. It was um. Like, as an actual game, when they released the actual game, it was like, it was nothing but disappointment. Because yeah. you're like, well, th- this is just a board game. Like, th- yeah. there aren't any flies that come out and give me malaria. My or... high school friends and I would play, that was our New Year's tradition. We would play <laughs> we would play Jumanji 
uh, to ring in the new year, and then we would set off a sparkler bomb, and then everyone would smoke cigars. That was like three years in a row. Oh, it sounds pretty dynamite. Uh, so let's go ahead and vote on this. Kevin, what are you going with? Um, I got to go with game of the Game of Thrones on the off chance that the roles are switched and somehow Peter Dinklage gets thrown into the Jumanji game and Robin Williams emerges into the Game of Thrones. <laughs> As, you know, Jumanji Robin Williams with his jungle attire. And the silliest piece of it's Oh, and, and Monica Lewinsky's over in the Lannisters and she's like, oh, dits. <laughs> Jordan? Uh, I'm going to go with Jumanji simply because... Uh, there, there aren't any shadow babies in uh, Jumanji. Oh so. yeah, shadow baby was the worst. <laughs> Wait, if you're you watching the about? show or will watch the show, if there, if there are shadows anywhere, please just cover your eyes. Uh, don't, don't trust like little caverns. Yeah, under if there's castles. a woman about to give birth on screen, avert your eyes. Cause... Wait, are shadow babies the offspring of the smoke monster from Lost? Yes. Yeah, pretty okay. much. That's uh, except more terrifying. And I am going to go ahead and go with Jumanji because I enjoy Robin Williams, and that game sounds pretty baller. I enjoy Robin Williams. <laughs> I'm going to have to get a copy of that movie. It's Netflixable, right? you got to uh, think it's on Netflix at this point. Well, they might they might pull one over on you and be like, we don't have Jumanji, but we have Zathra. I was just ah, Jumanji that, in God. space. Let's not even bring that oh, in. Oh, it's so good. So... Although we all know the real winner uh, would be Char D. McDennis, the game of games. <laughs> oh, yeah, the game of games. Uh, oh, man. So thank you so much for your question, CJ. And next time you have to choose between the Game of Thrones or Game of Jumanji, go ahead with Jumanji. It's probably going to be shorter, too. Unless, of course, you get trapped in the game and then you have to relive your entire life. But... We already discussed that on the last. But episode. if you're stuck reading the books, that'll also probably take forty years. So, yeah, good. Well, the Jumanji short story is going to take you about twenty minutes. The Game of Thrones books are going to take you about forty years. So. Yeah, that's assuming G.R.R. Martin doesn't die of diabetes before he gets the final two books out. <laughs> Our uh, next question comes to us from Geo Dude Lawton, who wants to know: Team Edward consisting of all people on Earth named Edward, versus Team Jacob, consisting of all people on Earth named Jacob. Go. So we've got all the Edwards of history versus all the Jacobs of history. All right. Who's going to win? Here's, here's how this is going to go down. I will go and type the Wikipedia entry for Edward and look for famous Edwards. One I of think you we're will... all doing that right now. Well, one of you should go, Jacob. We gotta split this up. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot to go through. Um, well, I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Um, well, one, the first Jake was Jake Gyllenhaal before anything <laughs> else. Uh, but when I hear team of Edwards, there, there all this already exists. Oh, Ed, you're Ed referring to the Cartoon Network show. Of course. That and that's awful. they're not they they're not gonna be able to accomplish much unless it's eating jawbreakers. I'm talking about then, buttered toast. They can even they can barely even do that. 
you know, this this that jawbreaker never really seems to to get any smaller. It just winds up getting spit out at some point. So you could you could have team Ed Ed and Eddie versus anyone and they they will quickly lose. Um I'm gonna toss out I'm gonna raise you Ed Ed and Eddie. Uh oh, and thank give you. you and give you Edward James Olmos from Battlestar Galactica. Ooh. So and from done. Star Wars. What? Who was he in Star Wars? Oh no, wait, I'm thinking of Jimmy Smith's. <laughs> <laughs> They're so interchangeable. Uh, I cannot, I cannot think of anything that Jimmy Smith has done. Edward James almost was in Stand and Deliver, and I was made to watch that in high school, like maybe four or five times. So that is the only thing I know him from. Jacob, you've also got Jacob Grimm of Grimm's Fairy Tales. That's oh. that's pretty awesome. That guy's creepy. <laughs> No, he's just kind of grim. He's, he's like, oh, yeah, I love kids. I love telling them about people who get dismembered and their eyes picked out with birds. And it's like, I, I don't want you around children. Please go away. I'm finding there really isn't that many famous Edwards, and there's uh, a lot no, more shoot, famous though. Jacobs. Edward J. Smith sank the Titanic. You got Edward Norton. Of Norton's anthologies, right? <laughs> he's he's a pretty standout uh, historical character. What about people named Nedward? Does that count? I no. don't believe so. Okay. Although no, the, no Nedwards we, either. Yeah. Or can we can we take Eddard? Uh We do have uh, from the hit Japanese anime. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, we have Edward Wong Howe Pepelu Tarufsky IV. Oh, yeah. That's... Otherwise known as Ed. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty cool. And has all those things that she says and does that are also cool. Um, that are all in Japanese, so I can't really... I mean, I could, but nobody would understand. So, um, Well, how about... Uh... Oh, did we already talk about Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> I mentioned him. Oh, you can, bummer. You can go hey. into detail on the Well, I, look, people, let's compare the beauty of people named named Jacob versus Edward. Because you got Jake Gyllenhaal, who is a hottie with a body. Mm, and true. then you got... Uh, Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> who is also a who, hottie with a body. Who is a, a horrible uh, Tim Burton nightmare-esque creation. And anybody, really anybody who's associated with Tim Burton, I don't really care to, to hang out with. Has um, anybody ever noticed that all of his films are exactly the same? Yeah. It's all the same movie. Well, well, they're sometimes, all sometimes it's in claymation and sometimes it's not. Yeah, they all, they all look the same. They're all reboots. <laughs> Especially um, the Batman one. Well, okay. Well, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, beautiful man. Edward J. Smith, if you're looking at a picture of him, a finer beard on a seaman you have never seen. That man, that man knew how to grow a beard at sea. So, beard versus pecs. I, I guess that's what that breaks down to. Beard versus pecs. Well, <sighs> beards are going to be more instantly visible. Pecs, you're going to have to, you're going to have to dig deep a little. Well, bit. or or con- conversely, I mean, pecs. Yeah, they're going to give you that raw physical strength, but the beard is going to give you that deep down inner strength that you need to do things like. You know, order people into battle and sink a big old liner that was unsinkable and stuff like that. So, 
I get, I, I'd go beard on that one. Team Edward, you have Father of the Year, Charles Edward Crumrine the Third, Cody Crumrine. Ooh, right. Which is a a pretty pretty strong player on the on the team Edward team, although he's not going to help you much with memory. Um, seeing that there was one time in our childhood where he spent the morning and made us late for school looking for his shoes when he was wearing them. Mm, but if you take uh, Team Edward, though, you're going to have all that King Edward baggage. Ooh. And which King have Edward Have there was... been any King Jacobs? There's biblical Jacobs. Oh, yeah. He was the king of Israel. You've got... You've got biblical Jacobs. There aren't any Edwards really in the Bible. Uh, you also have Jacob Marley, who is a ghost with chains and one half of Marley and Marley. <laughs> what is the name of the other Marley? Right. Uh, Jacob, Robert. Jacob and Robert. Robert. Jacob and Robert Marley. No, you're thinking of Jacob Roberts. No, I'm no, no Robert <laughs> Marley. Robert Marley would be a reggae artist. No, no, that's that's their names in the in the Muppet movie. Yes, it's Jacob and Robert Marley. Don't question my knowledge of, of Muppet Christmas Carol. I so watch could that you thing say, annually. Could you say that it is Jacob and Bob Marley? Yes, <laughs> yes, you could. <laughs> I um, really hope that that is the joke. Wikipedia informs me that uh, the English form of Jacob is James, so we also get all the Jameses as well. Oh, man. So if we're going to give Jacob all the Jameses, we should probably give Edward all the Ed derivatives, which would be Edgar and Edmund. Ooh, Edgar is a pretty freaking awesome name. Edgar is pretty nice. Edmund, he's just going to eat Turkish delight and screw up everything. James, though... He's going to try and steal Pikachu and really just... <laughs> and he's going to sound really effeminate while doing it. James. James. <laughs> Team Rocket blasting off at the speed of light. Oh, man. I really want an animated Pokemon movie with uh, Tim Curry doing the voice of James. <laughs> that would be fantastic. And who, who would do... Oh, shoot. What was the girl's name? Jessie. I really, I really want a uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show Pokemon uh, crossover. No. No, I, I would fight that with everything that I am. I would gladly die to prevent that from being a thing. Because then you would have a bunch of people cosplaying as pokemon in lingerie and i can't deal with that i won't deal with that come on not even not not even a couple dudes wearing poke bras nope whoops nope (laughs) the line was about 40 miles that way you done crossed it all right i think we need to take a vote on this one edwards or jacobs i am going to go ahead and Align myself with Jacobs because they're warm, they're friendly, they fall in love with babies, <laughs> and you, you you don't have any Tim Burton getting his getting his mitts all over them or giving giving them scissors for hands. How's that? How was that ever a concept for a movie? Jordan, I'm gonna go Team Jacob. Uh, in honor of professional wrestler Jake the Snake Roberts. 
Is that who Jacob Roberts is named after? I can only assume. I can only assume that as well. Um. All right. Well, Ed. Shoot. Jake sounds like the name of a sexy, sexy cowboy uh, who who sits out under the stars and and thinks about how lonely he is. Um, but Ed sounds like an awesome guy who runs the gas and gulp down the street, and he's never going to charge you full price for that, you know, th- that pen's oil. Mm-hmm. He's never going to charge you full price for that ring ding. And what are you going to do without a well-oiled pen? Right. You're going to write with it. And writing, and the pen is mightier than the sword. So, Edward. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you so much for the question, Geodude. And next time you have to choose between Edward's or Jacob's, go ahead with that, Jacob. Because, you know, you too can be a professional wrestler. Our next question (laughs) was tweeted to us. We have a Twitter and people sometimes use it. Yeah, it's like it's like that uh, Andre the Giant has a posse, but we have it's Ninjas versus Podcast has a Twitter. By new fan of you guys know Jake the Snake and Andre the Giant had a feud. Uh that was spurred on by Andre the Giant's fear of snakes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you He's know? Very similar to Indiana Jones in that in that one respect. I know I've brought this up before on this podcast and I'm going to bring it up again. Uh Andre the Giant as a boy carpooled to school driven by Samuel, Samuel Beckett. And when he got hungry, he would ask him, "Anybody have a peanut?" <laughs> Nice. Nice reference. Good comedy. Our our next yeah. question comes to us from new fan of the show. Corden Sullivan on Twitter, Live Evil 84. <laughs> who Are you sure I, it's not Live Evil? I, I think No, Live shares, Live Liveville. Oh shoot, Liveville. that's the next that's the next social networking site, Liveville. Yeah, well, he he Everyone doesn't follow a lot of people on Twitter. He follows us, and he follows a lot of Diablo 3 stuff. And he looks like he has been tweeting recently about Republicans' plan to steer election focus away from zombie outbreak somehow towards illegal immigration. So this guy is all good in my book. And his question... He's got his finger on the issues. Is, would you rather... Have tiny mouths that sing show tunes on the tip of your fingers, or every time you misspell a word, you have to pronounce it the same way forever. Go. That would be the worst. Which because, one? Well, the the Having second to choose, one because I know they're both pretty great. Sounds autocorrect. Like I misspell words every second, and then autocorrect on my phone says, "I know, Kevin. I know you meant this, so I'm gonna help you out." So I would I would have to like constantly be mispronouncing even like the most basic words like ta like oh look at the sun over there like oh did you mean the because you're an idiot but what if what if what if what if all right what if people mistake it for like some kind of foreign accent because foreign accents are hot maybe they think you're Canadian. Just because you accidentally spelled about a boot one time. See, no, <laughs> see, but what if you spell a word wrong, but you spell it as another word? So if you're like, oh man, look out for that skunk. And you're like, oh, look out for that skank. 
Like, whoops, oh, now you just, everybody's looking for a loose woman, and then they just got spray, sprayed by a skunk. Oh, man, it's so so stinky. Oh, now it's spraying me with pepper spray. <laughs> well, they they both were loose. Um, So that would be pretty awful, but loose. having... Having these little mouths on your hands, that's that's going to be awful because, one, they're <coughs> constantly singing show tunes, which I'm, I work in theater, but that was, that's, like, that's pretty obnoxious. It's always going to be like Phantom of the Opera. You know, do, you like they, do you think masquerade. they sing? Do you think they I sing think they 10 part harmony? Ooh, ooh, whoa. That would be pretty awesome. That is oh, a good shoot. point. Your thumbs are pretty clearly the bass. And, so it's basically uh, like two barbershop quintets just dueling it out for your love. Oh, and maybe you could do like some sweet like glee mashup song. Like your one hand is singing one show tune and your other hand is singing another. They're like dueling it out. Oh, what if they have individual <coughs> voices too? Like what if... They don't all sing at the same time. What if, like, you can do ten ten member casts, and each each finger sings like a different character's part? Then you're gonna you're gonna be entertained by the joys of musical theater at all times. Well, and you you clean up on American Idol because they would be like, this dude is the man, literally of a thousand voices. Oh, because you could beautiful. you could be the eleventh voice. Well, you could be the main voice, and they're all singing backup. Right. Yeah. Oh, shoot. So you're just like, you're singing, you know, you're singing Stand By Me with ten, 10 dudes in the background just, like, backing you up. You're singing the plot to Stand By Me, and everyone's <laughs> going to cry at the end oh, when, that, but... when that kid either gets stung by a bee or falls in a tar pit. <laughs> I'm not sure. I know there's a tar pit somewhere in that movie. I'm not sure at which point. <laughs> Um. Oh, but it's a, this is a loose cannon scenario, though, because what if they sing like music from Cats? Ooh, and it's like, oh, I don't have any control over the fact that this is singing Book of Mormon. And yeah, I'm in church right now. <laughs> I'm a little frustrated by the fact that I'm limited to show tunes. Because if I was allowed to do like classical, then like imagine getting in a fist fight and your your fingers are singing O Fortuna. Imagine how epic that would be. That would be amazing. There it are would be much some... better than if you if your fingers just suddenly decided to sing the entire the entirety of Starlight Express. The other also, would be terrible. Also, what if uh, your fingers started uh, singing jazz tunes, jazz standards? Then you put your hands up, jazz hands, and your jazz hands That's, are actually nope. singing. No, nope. oh no. Well, the question doesn't say that they're always singing show tunes. So I've got to imagine there's some kind of control. I don't think it's like, I think there's there's a bit of of kind of will that goes into this thing. But at the same time, like, you're gonna have little mouths on the tip of your fingers, like there. Which is hot. No, no, it's not. You're putting in contacts. That's gonna be that's gonna be awful. Um, like any, you're gonna taste everything. Like, yeah, imagine but that's, all the that's going to be convenient. Taste. Imagine uh, being able to keep like food in your pocket and just slide your hand down in there. <coughs> oh, sorry. Or... Oh, man. Well, <laughs> was, oh, man. Oh, this gross. is so funny. Oh. He, just oh. he just 
laughed very uh, violently. Uh, all the laughs just came. They they couldn't come out fast enough. They had to come out in a sneeze. We we joke a lot on this show about how I never get ill, and uh, I'm actually sick for this episode. If you didn't notice, so are you enjoying he, he it? Is... Like you claim you do. Like oh, I never like, I never like... said I enjoy being sick. Yeah, you said because it happens so infrequently that you're like, oh man, this is great. I can just sit around and do whatever. Yeah, I'm a normie now. Um, Um, I feel like I feel like having having mouse on the tip of your fingers is, I don't know, it's gonna be really weird. Like I feel like ladies are gonna be weirded out by that until uh, until they still you start like kissing them behind the ear with with five little (laughs) (laughs) mouse. Yeah, but you can. Uh, it's you gonna can be sing... like it's gonna be like holding hands with the starfish. You can sing the entire f- songbook of Rock of Ages is sweet nothings into her ear, mm. and chicks Which dig is what Rock every girl wants to hear. Yeah, they love oh. that. Oh, do you love '80s rock standards? Boom, right in your ear. What if they're only singing um, musicals that are are covers of bands' careers? Mama what if they Mia. Can, what if they've only got what if their entire catalog is Mamma Mia across American the American Idiot and American Idiot <laughs> and for good measure we'll throw on the Spider-Man musical. Yeah. Uh and and one Gilbert and Sullivan. Yeah, one. You don't get to choose which one though. It's that one that nobody knows. Exactly the same, so it doesn't matter. Hmm. I don't know. But there's nothing I feel like I I misspell things so often. And that's that's gonna that's gonna affect my interaction with people. Not being mean, able to you, say words correctly is gonna affect my you, interaction with people more than just like having mouths on my fingers. You misspell things so often. Yeah. Whoops, oh now you have to say that forever. I uh, and nobody see that's the thing, because if if you live long enough, every word you say will have been misspelled. Like so just you are incomprehensible. Like, well, what happens when you misspell the misspelling? Oh, like think, you double misspell it? I don't think there are any double Well, then you just get further into, like, if you misspell about as a butt and then a butt with two T's, like, well, then it's just even more butts. Or how about this? What if you become, like, the next Shakespeare? Like, you are the writer, the greatest writer of your age, and uh, all your misspellings... Your like, age is 16. <laughs> all on. your misspellings become like the english norm i don't i don't know if that's ever gonna i think more likely you're just gonna turn into Mushmouth from the junkyard gang like, but you i'm gonna try to say but a word but this but with with finger hands you can wear stylish sequin gloves there aren't a lot of stylish sequin <laughs> muzzles Although maybe we could use one. Hey, um, no, but you know you could dress them up. By the way, you could put little top hats on them and like tape little canes to them. You could dress them up real nice. All right, so we have to take a vote on this one. Uh, Jordan, what are you going with? Uh, go to Kevin first. Kevin, what are you going for? <laughs> um, I'm going with those little mouths because. Um, I know that they're going to stay super current on their tunes and they're just going to sing wicked and high school girls are going to love that. And 
Kevin, are you trying to pick up high school girls? As you know, what my rule is: single digits in either direction. No, so, no stone unturned. Nine years, one way or the other. So for me, it would be thirty-four or sixteen, of course, with parental consent. So there All you right. go. So I got my answer ready now, <laughs> Jordan. Uh, I'm going to go with the singing fingers because. Uh, I'm going to assume, uh, Kevin mentioned Gilbert and Sullivan earlier, I'm going to assume the entire folio of Gilbert and Sullivan is available in show tunes, and that my fingers will play the part of the chorus of sailors, and I will be the captain, and we will be able to sing my gallant crew good morning, and that would be the best. Every morning. Every morning. And and by the way... Would you um, sing it to your fingers as your gallant crew? (laughs) Yes. I'm just looking at my hands. Wait. Uh, shoot! How, how does it start? I, don't know. Uh, I can't My remember the crew. crew. Good morning. Morning. How are you? Crew. And it's like fine, fine sir. sir. And, and you, sir. sir. I am in tolerable health and happy. <laughs> this is uh, um. This is master and commander, right? Says yes. Uh, Russell Crowe plays every role. Um, and I'm going to go ahead with the mouth hands because there are utilities for it. There are utilities having those little mouths on your fingers, whereas there is nothing good about mispronouncing things. And you can eat those tater tots you have stashed in your pocket. I know, which is every man's dream. So thank you so much, uh, Corden, for your question. And, you know, just enjoy. He he almost has a really cool first name. No, with that name, you need to you need to go write a script with that name because that's really all it's good for. It's one letter off from being really awesome. Wait, what? Cord, cord? No, it's it's just one word from cordon bleu, and that's awesome. That's a delicious sandwich. Kevin is not picking up that cordon could easily be jumped to Jordan, but. Oh, uh, or Gordon. Yeah, I don't. Gordon Craig. Ooh, Gordon. Or Gordon. Yeah. Greatest greatest son to ever live. By the way, uh I I do not do not consider women nine years younger me than me eligible for romance. So please put down the phone and don't deal, dial that last Yeah, you can't see how, how much he's winking right now, ladies. Uh, but. satire. <laughs> uh, Radio. Uh, uh, so sight gag. Our our final gotcha. question. Comes to us from Sam Axland, who wants to know, would you rather be in the world's most painful mosh pit or the world's most smoky hookah lounge? Go. I really, um, I hate both of these things. Yes. I just want to say that right now. Well, now, 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 let me go ahead and say that mosh pits are fun. Have either of you moshed and enjoyed it ever? I don't like the idea of getting really hot and sweaty and punching other people. It's not always punching. Sometimes it's just, you know, like body checking. Sometimes it's kicking. Oh, yeah. Well, if this is the most painful mosh pit, there's probably punching and kicking. There's probably knives involved. My mosh experience, though, was the band Animanaguchi and was entirely with uh, dudes in Mario shirts and glasses, and then there was a big, sweaty Asian man who would give everybody a hug after every song. And it was glorious. <laughs> it was like moshing to Mario Kart. Yeah, and those guys sound like weaklings. Yeah, I mean, like, in in your typical mosh pit, you, whoever you are, are going to be the weakest person, 
and you're going to be crushed and you're not going to have a rib cage anymore. So if that's your idea of a good time to, to be in the most painful place where you get your rib cage torn apart, that sounds like a great idea. Um, uh, but you can, you can, you can wash off blood. You can't wash out the smell of hookahs. All right. Here's the problem with hookah lounges. Hookah lounges are where the kids who are over the age of 18 but under the age of 21 populate because they can't drink yet, but they need something cool and social to do. So if you're like me and you hate everyone in that age group, uh, then uh, there's a good reason you don't want to be in a hookah lounge. Well, also, we're talking about the smokiest hookah lounge, which would be in 14th century Turkey. So if you want to go hang out there and... Uh, I don't know about that. What if it's a uh, hookah lounge inhabited by Smokey from Smokey and the Bandit? <laughs> now, Burt Bert Reynolds uh, is there. Oh, no, wait. Burt Reynolds was the yeah, Bandit. Yeah. Man, I'd rather be hanging out with the Bandit. He's probably delivering some beers, uh, and I'd rather just have beer than hookah. Now, well, and, are, that's just have, the thing. Either, like, have either of you hookahed the bukahed? Hookahed a bukahed? No, I have the verb. I have hookahed. I didn't do it in a hookah lounge. I did it with it, among. I did it among friends. Uh, is it enjoyable? Like, like it is tastes, all right. Of of all the forms of nicotine, uh, what do you want to call it? Nicotine ingestion. I don't know consumption. Uh, the the hookah is probably. Uh, one, the tastiest, and two, the least likely to burn your throat from doing it. So, and and three, it's it's definitely better than tobacco chew. Let's talk for a second about how awful chewing tobacco is. Sure. <laughs> um, you can always you can you can ask somebody for a chaw. It's a social thing. You got a chaw. You got a chaw tobacco. <laughs> um, most painful mosh pit. There's also a chance that you're going to be surrounded by like 16 year olds who think that they really want to, you know, to to be moshing. But then like the first time somebody throws an elbow their way, they get super indignant about it and start like screaming and making a whole ordeal of the thing. Yeah, I mean, how well, how pointy are the bows we're talking? Because it sounds like the most painful mosh pit. That's going to be like bow right to your crotch. Mm, And that's going to be no good. It's going to be like. Bo Derek and Bo Bridges and Bo Burnham. Um, I'd like to have children one day, and I, you know, I mean, I, th- I feel like there's ladies. more of a chance, ladies, ladies. If you want to get in my Mercedes, you're gonna want to have to have a family. Um, so, but like, at least mosh pits aren't like hopelessly trendy. Mm, true. Like when when did hookah become popular? Like somebody was like, "Oh, hey, like a bunch of sweaty Turkish men do this thing. Let's let's do that for fun and and have it be a cool thing that's ours." Like then why don't, why didn't we take up like buying scimitars and stuff? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. But go. Let's swap this. Maybe it's the most painful mosh pit. Not because you're experiencing the most pain, but because you're doling out the most pain. What uh, if you are the mosh champion? How about this? What if it's a mosh pit that is just you and your current girlfriend and all of your ex-girlfriends 
just breaking <laughs> up with you simultaneously and then like spitting on you and uh oh so it's an emotionally yeah, that's painful. insulting your say, manhood yeah. what if yeah what, what if it's the most painful emotional mosh pit um what if this is the smokiest hookah lounge but not because of hookah smoke what if it what if this is a open pit barbecue hookah lounge <laughs> that could be that pretty now fantastic. sounds pretty good uh like yeah when you're in a smoker does. and oh, yeah man. like you're in like just like a room where it's not very well ventilated it's just got like a kind of a hickory glaze kind of smell but to in, it instead of smelling the bone instead of smelling like pretension it smells like bacon yeah <laughs> or it could be that the hookah lounge is burning down around you oh god it's the death trap uh, well, maybe maybe it's smoky and hazy because you don't have a clear direction for your life. Mm. Mm. Maybe you just don't. Maybe it's, you don't have any aspirations or goals. You're like Dustin Hoffman in that one movie that I don't like. Oh. And uh, you're just sitting in Rain a Man. car getting your <laughs> life thrown away. Yeah, Rain Man totally uh, I hate zero. that movie. Oh, Hook. Hook. Uh, he has no goals in Hook, right? Uh, uh no, he has some good goals. Um, you know, kidnap kids. Stranger That's than fiction. Goal. Stranger than fiction. Uh, he doesn't have any goals in that. He's just a teacher, and teachers uh, have meet given the, up on meet life. the Fockers. Uh, um, no, no goals in that one either. To, well, to embarrass his son, I guess. That's kind of a goal. Uh, does Ben Stiller do a good job of that on his own? Well, if you look at Tower Heist, yes. Ooh. See, that's the thing. I like Ben Stiller a lot, um, but I, he just doesn't pick good movies all the time. Uh, what if it is the smokiest hookah lounge in that it is Smokey Bear themed? Um, it's Smokey just Smokey the Bear? It is not Smokey <laughs> the Bear. It is Smokey Bear. Oh, uh, right. But it's just like it's essentially a Chuck E. Cheese, only... Covered in Smoky Bear memorabilia. Well, only only in in just constant admonitions to be careful of forest fires. And you're like, look, can you just stop bringing me down? I just want to have a good time with my friends. I would have to think Smoky would be against hookahs because you could light a forest fire with it. So it probably would not be a good time. Uh, what if, though, this... Like, let's think about music choices. Hookah Lounge... You're probably gonna have to listen to like out of tune sitars or like a CD picked up from Starbucks, um, which is the same thing. Yeah, um, I tune my sitar in Starbucks <laughs> all the time. Um, or you could be at like the world's greatest concert. Like you could be listening to a band you really enjoy and just kind of be listening to them from the back of an ambulance. <laughs> or maybe you are. Maybe the band like stage dives onto you and does like a flying flying drop kick and you're like i'm never gonna gonna wash this deviated septum ever again <laughs> that could be a good story um that's my favorite uh grindcore band deviated septum yeah yeah they're pretty oh, good boy. they're pretty yeah. good have we have we exhausted this question i think we have i think i'm pretty Probably. exhausted in general let's go ahead and wrap this up uh jordan what you going with you gonna deflect it to me again? Nah, I really don't like hookah lounges, so I'll even take I'll take the mosh pit over that. Kevin, I'll take the most painful mosh pit, provided that it is at a James Taylor concert, because that would be awesome. 
to just have a really hardcore mosh pit and hear like sweet dreams and flying machines uh, and I am going to go ahead and go with Mosh Pit because pain builds character. But the moment you step into a hookah lounge, that's that's it. You've you've plateaued. Yep. <laughs> you, pain don't hurt. Do not uh, pass go. Do not collect any self esteem. Uh, this is it. This is your life. Hope you loved it. <laughs> this is your life. Are you in a hookah bar? so thank you so much for joining us as ever if you'd like to send us a question you can email it to ninjas versus podcast that's versus vs no period at gmail.com you can find us on facebook.com slash ninjas versus podcast where we post things that we think interesting sometimes jordan creates a poll as to whether or not he should shave his beard i didn't check the results where are the results of that uh, there's still time. Uh, think, there's still time for like you to, get, to your, right get your voice heard. I think I voted for the third option. Um, and you can interact with us there. We love chatting with folks. Or you can find us on Twitter at Ninjas vs Podcast. You can direct message us like Corden did, or you can tweet with the MVP hashtag. Jordan, do we have a tweet of the week? I'm looking for one. There's not a lot of. Why you take a look? Deck up your game, folks. Why you take a look? Uh, essay competition, the essay essay contest. Yes. Um, this is this is the last week. We're gonna collect them up, and uh, so we're gonna report the winner on next week's show. Mm-hmm. What we're gonna do is we're gonna take them through a March Madness type bracket. So they will be subjected to uh, so many dope three pointers. Yeah, and uh, you're gonna love it. So yeah, and trust that it's going to be a very scholarly review process. It will probably, just like all of our other discussions and debates, it will be only the most scholarly of arguments between us. Oh yeah. Um, uh, okay, so I, I got our tweet of the week. All right, go. All right, tweet of the week is from Delaney All, and I posted in the chat so you guys can check it out. But uh, she says, "Kind of obsessed with my new water bottle." Hashtag MVP. Oh, oh, wow, that is a nice water bottle. I told you those water bottles would pay off. That's marketing right there. Boom. Oh, man. I'm going to have to put this on the Facebook page. Oh, by the way, the the essay contest theme is longing. Yes. So we've got some really good entries so far. Um, And uh, uh, Joffrey uh, said that he intends to actually record his entry and send it to us. Yeah, so so uh, G man, you got a you got a week to do that, so no worries. Um, and, and you can Tolia, only... I'm looking at you. Where's your entry, man? <laughs> Don't bother and... translating it. Well, yeah, we you can, can send it in Russian. Ooh, yeah, just send it totally we'll in just, Russian. We'll just imagine it's like Dostoevsky, and you'll probably win. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll toss Um. So, yeah, go ahead and do that. You can also find us at Ninjas vs. Podcast dot Eric Tribio, that's E R I C T O R I B I O dot com. Uh, you can stream the episodes there, see the images we put them up, and uh, check out our spam comments. But in lieu of spam comments this week, we actually got some pretty great spam email. Jordan, I believe there's something you <laughs> wanted to share with the group. Yeah, uh, funny we should mention Tolia and uh, Russian. Um, from my spam folder in Gmail today, I got an email from 
a Katya S. Uh, she would like to let me know. Uh, ho- hold on. The do you know the, her Toya? Yeah, if you know her Toya, you can you can respond for me. Um, her subject for this email was: "You've said that is not married." And this is her message. Hello, my name is Katya. I am from small city in the center of Russia. I am 24 years old. I am very friendly and romantic person. I saw your structure and have decided to do record in you as I search for the friend on the internet. Dude, you posting your structure online? Yeah, I am. I, I gotta get out there, man. I want, I want to have serious relationship and it true. My dream is search for the man which will appreciate me and to respect. I like to get acquainted with unknown people. I am a optimistic girl with sense of humor who is looking for her soulmate. Aw. Sometimes I go to the is it like with... Is it like shoe soul? Uh, no. It is like oh. soul soul. Sometimes I go to the disco with my friends. I like to spend my free time on the nature. <laughs> There oh, are at the, at the nature. There are a real beautiful places near my town. All my life, I like sport. <laughs> oh, so when, she's got a friend named Al. When I was young, I was engaged in gymnastics. Now I am engaged in aerobics. Al, my friend, say that I cheer cheerful and sociable. I hope soon to see your message in my box. <laughs> then she gives her email and says bye. I want to see. I want to hear more about this Al guy. He sounds pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this is fantastic, Jordan. I think you finally found true love. Yeah. Plus, you didn't even have to pay for eHarmony for it. So, but a boom. There definitely needs to be a response. <laughs> just oh yeah. Just so that we can have more of that. Speaking of though, we got a another email to the NVP account from Hizao. How would you pronounce this, Kevin? H i s a o. Hold up, let me see it in writing. H i s a o. Okay. And then Takayama. Take wait Takeyama. 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 Anyway, his The subject of his email was partnership. Um, he said, we need your partnership in our company. Sincerely, Hishao Takayama, representative, director, and president, Chow Malleable Iron Coat, <laughs> LTD. So, uh, guys, is this our English. first legitimate sponsorship? I think it is. I think it is. In pursuit okay, so- of this sponsorship, I have already replied, sure, what's up? Hold up. What is the name of the company? Uh, C-H-U-O- Malleable Iron Company, LTD. If you're in the market for malleable iron, look no further than Chuo Malleable Iron. Iron so malleable, you can bend it and stuff. Chuo Malleable Iron. Iron when you need to bend it. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us. Um, Thank you to Sparrows and Crows for our outro, Ultraviolet Bliss. Thank you to Animal Tropical for our intro, 20 Miles. Uh, if you're going to be at PAX East this weekend, Jordan and I are going to be there. Uh, shoot us a message or something. Let us know. We'd be happy to meet you. Uh, and Kevin, where can folks find you? 
Uh, I'm going to be in my apartment, so if you're there, I'll see you there. Uh, keeping with our ninjas versus theme, our final question of the podcast is... Is it... Ninjas... Versus Chuo Malleable Iron? Versus... Pinocchio. Go. Ninjas, because he just chopped off that nose and Pinocchio did. Is that, is, that that Rob, is that Robert Marley? Is that, is that a new character? Answer. You workshopping the uh, little Robert Marley there? Uh, that was an amalgamation of like every single accent I could think of. <laughs> um, look, I gotta go ninjas because they clearly have some sort of stake in Chuo Malleable Iron. And they're gonna use that Malleable Iron to wrap it around Pinocchio. And then he's gonna be ironed. Yeah, iron is the new wood. Yeah. And I am going to go ahead and say Pinocchio, because if Naruto has taught me anything, so you can attach chakra strings to that little boy, and he's going to fight your battles for you, and shoot out shuriken, and they got poison on him. I like how you you became progressively more drunk as that response went along. It was like... It was just ever clear, pouring into your veins. So, thank you so much for joining us, as ever. I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. And, I, and I'm Kevin. And until next time, I just got a text from my mom that says, Did you do podcast? <laughs> you know, you sure you know it wasn't they... a spam text from your mom? <laughs> you sure it wasn't Katya? I'm pretty sure it wasn't Kisau. It may have been something. Where we dance out in the sun. We're gonna bounce and shake our bodies. And we'll be dead when we're all done. Tired from all the fun and games. We'll hit the ground. Let the grass scratch up our legs. Suck in the ultraviolet bliss I see, I think angel hair sucks because um, you feel like you've made a lot of it but you have, I mean, they're tiny, so you just, you have a big old pile of pasta, but it only equals up to, like, two spaghetti noodles when you weigh it on a scale. And that's garbage, because you want to be full. So that's, that's my opening argument. That's, this is my but, new favorite character. But on the other hand, linguine sucks because it's all flat. And I hate, I hate flat ladies, so I hate flat pasta. Hey guys, next time, next time we get like a, like an early 90s related question, we should do the entire question as like third grade Jordan, third grade Kevin, and first grade Tyler. Oh no. That'd be pretty great. Had a wicked part that he gelled up. Like it was, he parted his hair with a bandsaw, 
And then held it together with. I had a cow animal grease. Uh, I can't even talk. Um, but the best part about it, was, Tyler, you gotta lock this down, buddy. Yeah, we we're be, be professional. <laughs> <laughs>